Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. This episode of the Supercast is brought to you by Venga CBD. Guys, we've got good news this week. A lot of people have been messaging us, talking about sleep. Um, they've been seeing the sleep product. Guys, guess what? I need sleep. You need sleep. We all need sleep. Sleep's great for athletes. Um, Venga's finally came out with their new product, which is the Venga Super Sleep. It's great. I love it. It's really interesting. And so just, I take so many different things here back and forth and I've tried so many different things. This stuff is interesting for sleep because it's jam-packed with all the stuff I've already used. Melatonin, CBT, and one new ingredient, Leah. The all-new cannabinoid CBN. Um, Ta-da! Known to specifically promote sleep. Um, in the all-new Vanga Super Sleep, you get all three ingredients. It's available now. Um, guys get online, order some, I know they had some issues with selling out immediately in the first couple of days. Um, but more will be in stock shortly. Um, best part about it in, in with the CBN is that there's no sleep hangover. Like you get, um, with other products out there, you'll wake up well-rested, refreshed because Venga's super sleep is all natural and works with your body systems to promote a great night's sleep. And as always with all Vanga products, this product is 100% THC free, non-habit forming. So you have no worries um, in taking this and any kind of drug tests or anything like that that you're facing. You can go to vangacbd.com slash sleep. Currently, there's an awesome bundle going on. If you buy the regular bottle of Vanga CBD gel caps, um, you can add a bottle of the Super Sleep for just $34. Um, typically, this product alone is 85 so it's an awesome deal that um, you can jump on now, and I'm not sure how long it's going to last. Uh, again, just go to vangacbd.com slash sleep to get all the details, and don't forget, all of our loyal listeners get 15% off with code BROCR. Um, that coupon code, though, however, is not applicable on bundles, so check them out. Check out their other products, vangacbd.com. Um, and as always, we thank them. Without further ado, let's kick it on over to the episode. It's Tuesday. Good it's Tuesday morning. all day, baby. <laughs> it, it's Tuesday. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Supercast. I'm Leah Hensley. I'm Jacob Bosecker. Leah, it's a Tuesday, all right. It is Tuesday. We are, um, it is gross and yucky here down in Atlanta. Um, you know, what, what about you guys? It's kind of nasty here, but um, we've got, so if anybody knows me right now and knows what I'm going through, we've got track season. It's wrapping up here for the season. We've got conference tonight. 
for my girls boys are on thursday and my kids are all like jacob you're bringing that dry robe thing that you got from opposite course racing right yeah guys i'll bring the dry robe i'll bring the dry robe so now my kids fight over who gets the dry robe how are things down there in in your neck of the woods leah I am in full-blown cheer mom hell um, season yeah. last weekend, and they get no off-season. We are straight into tryouts. Everyone, I just need y'all to pray for my sanity because I make it through the next week. Tryouts are on next Monday. So um, it's just crazy time down here. But other than that, we've got... We had a pretty quiet weekend of racing. Um, we had the first Tough Mudder um, in Missouri this year. Um, happened this past weekend. And for all intents and purposes, it sounds like it went off pretty well. It looked like a really wet and muddy, yucky course. Um, and that was the first tougher option for people to develop, to get their um, first step on the Holy Grail. What about you this weekend? What'd you do? This past weekend? Uh, mm-hmm. Mother's Day. Just mom oh, yeah. it up. Day. Mother's Day weekend. Um, you. you know, Sorry. just chilling out here. Um, I actually cut down. We had, we lost like 10 trees here. Okay. Um, so I took out a lot of stuff, been chopping wood, all Brian. And normally when I post a a photo of me doing something with wood or chopping wood every single time brian gawiski comes out, he's like man chopping wood makes you mean i'm like you're right brian it does <laughs> well like i said we had a quiet week of of racing we've got a big weekend coming up next weekend um hildevat so we have a new race series out there we had been seeing some posts about it and like most people were a little bit curious so this week on the show, we have Dan Woods, the founder and race director of Hildermott, um, kind of goes into explaining what this course is, what it's about, how these big names are involved, and what we can expect. Let's jump right in, shall we? And we are back here with um, one of the new races here coming out of Florida, Jacksonville area, um, Hildervat. I, I yeah. hope I'm pronouncing this right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want to say. You know, some people say Hildervat, some people say Hilder, Hildervat, you know, but I'm cool either way. I, I usually go with Hildervat, like water. Jacob's awesome. been very awesome. excited about the Hildervat. So. <laughs> I've been joking about the Hildervat a lot here. No, it's, it's so fun, though, like, and we've seen... Just got done here with the guys up in the Chicago area, Scottish theme. We had the Highlanders here. We're prepping for a front line here in a few weeks. Uh, but Hildervat's going down in Jacksonville, Florida here in a just a short, hot second. Um, yeah. This is a new got one of the founders, Dan Woods, with us. Um, and I will say, and I'm sure Jacob agrees, that once we saw this promotion for this new race coming, I'll admit, part of me is kind of like, oh boy, now what? You got a new race coming. But then all of a sudden we're starting to see you guys posting some some big names and some big sponsors and kind of getting a little bit more street cred. So why don't you give us- Well, little- Leah, 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 before we go into that, we say street cred. So like we see it the first time and we're like, oh, another 5K OCR. 
Right. Oh, some big names are coming. Oh, they've got, oh, it's a local. Oh, they're doing weird stuff with axe throwing. Yeah, man. That sounds like <laughs> everything I'm into. All right. <laughs> well, but, it's definitely uh, everything I'm into. So, yeah. Well, why yeah. don't you give a little bit of a background, Dan? Where, who are you, first off, and where did this come from? <clears throat> so, um, I'm a guy who uh, has been in, uh, you know, athletics and competition my whole life. So, sure. high school wrestler, swimmer, track. Uh, went to the Navy. I was a rescue swimmer in the Navy. Uh, got out, ran road races, triathlons, and then got into OCR in uh, 2015. And just, you know. The like glory a- days of OCR, really. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, kind of uh, the, the, the newness had kind of come off. That you had, you had some really good established races and some good... Um, uh, you know, ways to kind of compare with others. So the competition was good, but the, uh, the community was even better, just a super cool camaraderie. And um, it was really that type of, that type of competition and racing was really perfect for me. I loved, um, I loved the variety of it. I loved the, uh, you know, the weight training, the upper body with, you know, the body weight movement and the running. So it was really perfect for me. And and I just found a whole bunch of people that uh, felt the same way. So we really loved it. We, uh, I raced in a whole bunch of races, met a whole bunch of other folks and racers. And uh, um, somewhere along the line, I kind of started seeing things that I wasn't real crazy about in some races. And I saw some things that I really, really loved in some races. And I just got this crazy idea that um, I'd like to do something with my own little spin on it. And I got a team together and, and we just... Uh, you know, collaborate. And we're so excited about the sport and what we do and what it's about that we just never stop. I mean, we're always coming up with ideas. We're always trying to do it. And, and, you know, th- those, those guys that led before us really kind of set the bar high. So, you know, I'll bring some people in sometimes and help build or whatever. And they're like, well, let's just do it this way. Or we'll just scrap this. I'm like, no, 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 no. We've got to have it all, you know? So um, we're, we, we push pretty hard and we don't cut corners as much as possible. And I think that's why you're seeing a relatively new race look 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 like it's been established because it's, I guess, an overnight success that's been, you know, six years in the making. Well, so you know, that's I think- my, you woke up one day and decided I'm going to be a race director. How did you go about even starting to do this? I mean, you know, it's, uh, how, where do you even begin on that? You know, you just walk it out. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a guy that, that doesn't like to lose. I'm a guy that doesn't like the word no. So we just push forward, you know. And uh, um, I, I had a lot of help and I have a lot of uh, input. And sometimes I take it and sometimes I don't. But you just push forward. I mean, the biggest, the biggest obstacle for obstacle course, as an obstacle course to race uh, director and, 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 and uh, founder, is the obstacles. I mean, trying to get a hold of things and be innovative with that. So um, I was fortunate to uh, be able to um, basically put together a race in a box. Uh, I had a a company that uh, was really moving on. They were out of Texas, out of Houston, uh, Dash, uh, and they were a pretty good, well-established local race. Um, Just kind of a fun mutter type thing. And uh, they were ready to move on. Uh, they were younger guys and they were just kind of going to the next phase of their life. So uh, I purchased their 
uh, trusses from them back. Uh, it hasn't even crazy, but uh, it's been just right out a year ago. And we've done four races, five races. Uh, this will be the second Hildervat. We've affiliated with some other race companies and built for them. So, um, yeah. You know, the, you know, you've got serious guys when you're looking at aluminum frame trussing. I mean, that's, I've talked to a lot of locals up here and it's not only having it, but it's knowing how to use it and being yeah. versatile with it. You can do different stuff with it. You can make these rigs a little bit different. You can set it up pretty quick. And having people that really understand those tools that they have there, um, looking at kind of the pedigree that you guys talked about before, back in 2015, uh, looking at a race director thing, you know, we'd had people that had put on races, we had had things like that, but OCR was still pretty new and everybody wanted to be a, everybody wanted to be an OCR director. Oh, I'm designing this race. Oh, I'm designing that race. But still with the sport so young, we didn't have a lot of people that had done races. Now you come around, you've done a bunch of these races, you've seen them, you're ready to start putting on your own events as knowing the market, as knowing these races, as seeing them, as, as playing the game a little bit. And you can create something really interesting. When you get these trusses, you know the right way to set this up. And we're starting to see things like you guys put on these races, um, even up in the Chicago area right now, um, preparing for Frontline. They just got a new race director there, uh, Aaron from Race Ready Obstacles. He's the race director up there that, here in a few weeks. I'm really excited to see how he spins that around. And the same with you guys. I'm really excited to see your new format and kind of how you're changing this up a little bit. Yeah, so yeah, why don't he's gonna, his, his race is going to be cool because he, you, to your point, he knows. He knows how to Exactly. So why don't you tell us about Helderbot? You know, we, we talk about, you know, in order for a race to be successful, it's, you know, differentiating yourself and, and separating from the others. So, you know, you guys, I think you said this was the second race. Um, honestly, it's the first one that I had heard of and I think many others. So, what is the deal with your race? Tell us about the format and what you guys are putting out there. Cool. Yeah. So I'll kind of tie both those in um, and right. I'll go for the whole half hour. No. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's a really good point. I mean, you get this box of, uh, of trusses and yeah, I mean, the sky's the limit. You can, you, you can do whatever you want. Um, but it's one thing to kind of see it in your mind. It's another thing to, 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 to actually build it and put it out there. So uh, I've got, I think, the best builder in the world that, that worked together. He's got his own race, too, uh, OCR Overload. Uh, mm -hmm. He's, he's got, had one in February. He's going to have another one in July. Aaron Frank. Uh, and so it's a tricky business because, you you know, you want to make it challenging, but you don't want to have this thing to where it's like, you know, really impossible. Yeah, much over a 60, you know, you really, you really want it 60, 70% completion. You don't want it much more than 20, 30% fail rate because, you know, I mean, if, if, if that's the case, then, you know, it, it, so it's a, it's a tricky thing. So what we try to do in our race is we try to set it up to where each obstacle as much as we can, and we're evolving. I mean, we're, we're continuing to do this, but our mindset is that we would go uh, into the obstacle and there's different ways to complete that obstacle. If you have the athletic skill set to maybe skip something or to jump something or make an athletic movement that will get you through that thing faster, say in a minute or under a minute versus a hand over hand method that may take you three minutes. That's what we're trying to design. Y'all can complete it, but it's just how fast and, 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 and which maybe we're, we're experimenting with lanes. We're experimenting with just in the rig itself. Do you use this rope or do you skip it? That sort of thing. So 
that, that, to those lines. And, and that's a lot of thought goes into that. And, you know, that that's only because we're just consumed by this stuff. You know, this is. Well, and so your your race here is built on a lap format, correct? Yeah. So um, that kind of going back to Leah's question. So we uh, the concept was we wanted to do a beach race. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that, that was the original concept to take it to the beach. I live at the beach and, um, you know, every race was either in, you know, knee deep mud, which I, I can tell you, I'm just not a big fan of mud. I like to go fast, you know, and so yeah. I don't get stuck in the mud. Um, so uh, we, we ditch the mud, we go into the, in, onto the beach. Uh, and, you know, the other problem was, you know, you go to some mountainside or some farm and, you know, you go and you race the festival area is, you know, you just want to go home, you know? <laughs> so you yeah. hose off, you go home and, you know, no one gets to see you race. You take off, um, you see a couple obstacles, maybe a couple, something on the way, a spear throw or something. And then you hit a couple obstacles on the way in, you know, you, you, uh, you know, hope if you're blessed enough to hit a podium, you stick around for a little while and then you're out, you know? So, uh, and for spectators, it's just not a great experience at all for most of them, you know? Um, so this concept that I had was started with the beach. Um, our first race was more traditional. We went, did an out and back, a three miler. And mm-hmm. um, the beach gave a lot of challenges to obstacles. It's hard to police them. It's hard to keep people off of them. It's uh, hard, the tides come in, the tides wash away our sandbags at the turnaround on our first race. And so- Oh my like, gosh. <laughs> We're two feet under the sand. I'm like, would somebody steal them? Uh, and then they washed all the way down the beach too. So um, uh, yeah, it's just a weird tide came in right at that spot. So um, I, uh, we, we, we thought about it for the second race. We thought, what if we tightened it up a little bit, made like almost a track, like a track and field event, you know, super sure. exciting. Make this oval. Um, we added, so we, we basically, we built this um, half mile oval, quarter mile out and back. Okay. And then we said, well, I don't really want to run it six times. You're going to lose count, right? So we, we do a, a run too, an out and back run, which is basically, uh, you know, another quarter mile out and back. So uh, you've got this really small obstacle concentrated oval with, you know, eight or so, eight or nine, 10 obstacles in it, four or five on each side. And then you have an out and back run. Halfway out on the run, you hit a crawl uh, in this particular race. Then we'll turn around with a, a bucket carry. And then it'll be a quarter mile run back on the hard pack sand. So you okay. got there's... How much total, total distance then on it? Is it still 5K? One mile loop. So you'll run it three times. Okay, so you got three carries in there and then the quarter mile run. Oh, yeah, okay. you end up with with uh, close to 40 obstacles. Well, and that's but the it, thing that I like about this layout, it, Leah and, and Dan, is um, so in, in, in a regular race here where you see something like, um, you know, let's, let's say your average sprint. You're only going to come across the monkey bars one time. It's going to take you five or six races to say, okay, I'm going to try this technique this time. You're going to see that obstacle two more times. You might try something a little bit trickier the third time on the rig than you did the first two. Yeah. And yeah. Um, especially when you see something new. So exactly new rigs and um, Matt Kimson's designing a rig and who knows what's going to come out with that thing. You know, he's like, I uh, need you a- never know with Kimson. Things and- <laughs> no, no. Your, your race, going back to what you said, is it mandatory obstacle completion? Are you doing bands? What's the yeah. rule? Mandatory obstacle completion with bands. So um, you have to complete uh, 
uh, on the Elite and Pro Heat, uh, you have to complete. If you don't, you lose your band and you're not eligible uh, for prizes. You can still get podium with, with uh, you know, penalty added on if that's the case. But um, yeah, so you're going to have to be careful. Um, and, and that's going to kind of tie in that risk reward, right? If you take the risk, especially with the pro race, uh, if you take the risk on something and, and slip, it's going to cost you time because you've got to go back. Sure. So before we talk about the actual different pros and like the actual waves or whatnot, let's talk briefly a little bit about the course. So it's going to be a one mile loop that they're going to do three laps of. So you're doing the same obstacles three times. Um, what are some of the obstacles that people can expect? Is there anything unique to you guys? Other than the awesome yeah. axe throw. <laughs> that is unique. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, the axe row, I'll get to the axe row in a second. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the, the only, the only, um, the only difference with that is that we, we do have a closing obstacle, uh, and that's going to be outside the loop on the way to the finish area. The so, one time. Yeah. So that last, that's, that last obstacle is going to be a little longer, a little stronger, a little, little, you know, it's going to have a combination of several things on it. Um, and, uh, I don't actually know exactly what that what that looks like. Uh, Aaron Frank is doing that. And we're calling that, uh, that's that's rig four and we're calling that Aaron's nightmare. So, okay. you know, um, but we're, we're gonna keep it cool. I mean, I, I think that, that for, you know, this is, you know, my philosophy is look, it's an obstacle course race. It's not a road race, you know? It, it, and so um, we're not going to cut corners on because it's hard because look building these obstacles takes time and whatever and we don't have a lot of time we only have two days to build on the beach so yeah. uh, obstacles can you do like obviously you can't build a permanent structure so what kind of challenges can you do there we're gonna build we're gonna build it out um uh we just we're, you've got to be really organized and you've got to uh you know just you know a little bit of, a little bit of it is is hope and faith and prayer that the tide doesn't come in and wash away, that a sea turtle doesn't come in and make a nest underneath that. But, you know, we've got, uh, you know, this isn't our first time around, so we know what the challenges are building on the beach. And some of the things we can do is kind of pre-construct to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and we'll do that. So we'll, we'll put some trusses together so that they just kind of basically go together fairly quickly on the beach. And that's um, the benefit of the truss, you know, you can, get, you can put- we're going to have all the full obstacles on there. We don't cut corners on them. Like what? Are we talking rigs, climb? Yeah. So we're going to come out of the, uh, we're going to come out of the uh, start line and we're going to hit a six foot wall to kind of get a little separation. And then we're going to run a little bit and we're going to hit a rig. And then what we're and, and the rigs are going to be, um, the rigs are going to be pretty standard stuff, but it's going to be things that uh, really nothing unknown or that you haven't seen but just a combination of use of pipes, ropes, rings, uh, nets. So um, some of the things that, uh, some of the things that you have seen in OCR World Championships, uh, certainly in Spartan, uh, but also in some of the other Indian mud run uh, type innovation, we're gonna have some pretty cool stuff on there. So you've seen it before, uh, maybe not configured this way. And then the course is set up to where um, when you have that, that, uh, that grip heavy obstacle, we're going to give you a break in between and hit something else like a wall or a carry or something so, so that grip strength can recover. So, 
uh, it's not going to be one of those things where it's like, I could do that 10 times, but I couldn't do it 10 times in a row. Yeah, and I think that's the, the benefit of what you guys are looking at here is like, you're creating this really fast course. You're creating yes. something that's yeah. manageable, but also hearing things like, you know, that 60, 70% obstacle completion rate. So we've heard that many, many times with the OCRWC, especially in mandatory completion. You don't want to break people, but you want to have a good, hard competition. You want them running between this stuff, hauling ass to get to the next thing. Yeah, you know, I, I you know, if, if you paid attention to golf when Tiger was was just red hot back in the day, um, they always talk about Tiger proofing the course. Um, and you saw some tournaments where they went to Tiger proof the course, and they made it so hard that that the pro golfers looked like you know the weekend you know hackers, and I it pissed everybody off. I mean, it's not sure. right. and, and if you if if you make it so hard. The, if your goal is to make it so hard that that an experienced or professional OCR athlete can't do it, then what's the open? I mean, they're going to look at that and go, I mean, why even bother? So, um, it, you know, and the idea is you want to be able to complete, you know, our concept is, but and but how fast and how efficient, how efficiently. And you see now, that people on obstacles where if they have good proficiency on them, um, they can get through them. You see other people, they have the strength, but they're not proficient on it. And they, they, they spend so much time, they just finally, finally drop off. So we want to, we want to get you to where you, uh, you get proficient on these obstacles. So we put a lot of them out there and we make them fair, but we, yeah, we want a fast spectator friendly race. Is there going to be a difference between men and women, whether it be lanes, carries, weights, whatever? Uh, the only difference is the bucket carries uh, the buckets for the for the ladies are like. Okay. Other than that, everybody does it. I like it. I like it. I think the women are stronger <laughs> pound for pound anyway. Uh, pound for pound. And you can fly through. Don't make it easier for them. I mean, if anything, they should be harder. They're better at it, I think. So we we mentioned the. Uh the uh, open waivers we've mentioned kind of a little bit of the differences let's talk about exactly what you're throwing down here so we've seen some names being thrown out so you guys are having open wave and you're having two different differentiations between an elite wave and a pro wave is that right yeah yeah i'm just going to follow up on the axe throw real quick and i'll get to that oh, yeah. sure thing yeah because yes. people freak out on the axe throw a little bit Rightfully so, it's something you've never done before, but it's a hard plastic, hard rubber uh, practice throwing axe, so you can't really hurt yourself with it. Okay, okay. It's probably closer to a toy than a weapon, uh, but it looks badass, so that's right. cool. And, uh, and, and then I, I, because of the way that it's, it's made, it's dull, it doesn't, doesn't um, it's got a point on one end and a flathead on the other, I couldn't mm -hmm. get stick into almost any target consistently. I'd hit it and it still just wouldn't stick. So it wasn't really fair. So what I did is I, 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 um, I got these uh, 12 inch, uh, I thought about throwing into a bell, but the bell's so small and blows around. So I got these heavy uh, uh, targets, metal targets, shooting targets that make a plink sound when you hit them. Gotcha. It, it makes a distinct sound. So if you hit it, handle, blade, whatever, it'll ring and then you can move on. If you don't hit it, it's not like a knockout blow on this fast, quick course. You're gonna, uh, if you hit it, you'll, you'll take off and continue on the course on the left. If you miss it, you're gonna go take a slight right down a lane and you're gonna do some over under walls. 
four or five of them. So it's going to cost you 15, 20 seconds. No big deal. But, you know. Okay, it, so you got one You got one shot on it now. One shot. If you miss, you take a penalty lane. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Here, so that you have to worry about it sticking or anything like that. You just have to hit the thing and keep on moving. Yeah, and the motion's very similar to the spear. It's just kind of, you just kind of drop it. Yeah, you don't want to, you know, some people throw the hell out of it, but yeah, I think you just <laughs> put it down there, you know. And right, right. <laughs> and, all right. So, so about we've got pros, we've got elites. So, is am I correct in thinking that the pros is the invitation only? Only the cool people get to play. Only the best of the best. Right, right. So, um, women? Six men, six women. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, here's the agenda. Here's kind of how the, the thing flows. We're going to put the pro women out first. That's going to be um, Nicole Miracle. It's going to be Lindsay Webster, uh, Corinna Coffin, Lauren Weeks, Faye Stinning, and Rebecca Hammond. I think so, that's a pretty pretty comprehensive list. A, who wins that? I mean, how? Yeah. I mean, how? I, I don't even know. So I don't think there's anybody missing from that list that should be there. So we've got these six. Start first. You know, Alexandria Walker. Some folks, and I'd love to get her back out and put it, do this format again too. She's red hot, and she's uh, this year for sure. Um, sure. So, but you know, we couldn't get. You know, there, there's a bunch of names behind that too, but you're right. That's a good, it's a good list. And um, we got that going. And so uh, th this is kind of cool. Um, most, the reason you don't really see this is because who wants to close their course to paying customers, right? <laughs> so, but we're going to close the course. It's going to be, they're going to start out um, just those six and they're going to run. And then the men are going to come right behind them uh, after they're finished. Uh, on that first round, we're going to eliminate the first two, uh, the uh, the bottom two. So oh, of, it's rolling. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Then we're going to run, our, gonna run our relay race. We do a relay race too. We pack a whole bunch of stuff in here for everybody to do and see and watch. So it's a it's a spectacle. The relay race All is right. cut out the run loop. Four people at the start line. They run the loop, hand off their timing chip, and they run the loop real quick. So it's just a half mile run uh, with you know, 13 obstacles on it. And, um, that's, that's the relay race. So, whoa, 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 whoa. so the relay race, hold on. Okay. So we've got the pro race. We've got the six women that start and the six men that start, they do the race in three miles and two people are out, four people move on. So then we go straight into the relay with those same six people. No. Then we go into the, uh, the elite waves. So these are the, the folks that are on the pro wave that are, running for prize money too, 500 first prize, 250 second, 150 okay. third. So these are all the rest of the athletes and we got a stacked elite field. Sure, okay. sure. You know, but you don't have to run against Ryan Atkins, right? So you got a pretty better shot at that money, um, at that price. So that'll, we'll run for that for prize money, for podium medals, age group podiums, all that. Right. Male and female will run. Then we're going to throw the relay race out. Um, so yeah, some of those elites are going to have to kind of go back to back. We'll give them about 15, 20 minutes to rest, but it's only one loop. It's only, um, it's only half a mile. So, um, those pros, those are anyone who wants to do that. Those are anybody. Those are anybody on the relay race Saturday. Teams of how many people? Four. Okay. Four person teams. 
Um, that's the Riverbend Relay Race. Okay, so while that's going on, the pros are chilling and recouping. It gives them two and a half hours to rest up. Okay. Okay, and then what happens? Then the pros come out for their semifinal. So the four or left. Or their left come out. They're, they race each other. We eliminate two. Okay. All right. Then we, then we put the open heats out and they run the rest of the day. Sunday morning, well, that afternoon, the uh, sixth place female, the fifth place female, and the sixth place male, they, uh, they draft their relay teams uh, okay. for Sunday's relay race, pro relay race. So the people that have already been eliminated. The people that have already been eliminated, they get to pick their teams now. We're going to, we're going to put three four-person teams in a relay race on Sunday. Okay. Yeah. I know, Leo, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. It's for you. It's for the fans. You're going to get your money's <laughs> worth, which is free to go watch. So, right, right. And that's okay. awesome, too. Okay. Sunday, the open waivers and the elite people, like, they get to play more, too, or they're done? Yeah, no, Sunday, uh, first, first uh, uh, 9 o'clock, we're going to go a little later. Tides work out favorable for us a little later, so we're going to start at 9 o'clock on Sunday morning, and we're going to do the, uh, um, the pro females, just the two, are going to run the course for your okay. viewing pleasure. Just and the two males are going to run it, and then, you know, then it'll be, you know, king of the beach, queen of the beach. Um, we're going to let them rest a little bit. I don't want to open the course back up to open heats because I'll never get them off of there. So we're going to let, let them rest a little bit. Just, you know, those, those four that were in the finals. Um, and then we're going to run the pro relay race. So for the pro to win, they have to race the course three times and come out on top at the end. And what do they win for all of their troubles? $5,000 first place, 2000 second, 1000 third, uh, 500 fourth. Okay. That's a nice page. That's a nice little Sunday. Relay race, <laughs> relay race winner takes all 2000. Okay. All right. All right. Relays you said are four men team? Four person. Yeah. It'll be so two, what, two female started with six so just two people don't get to play no no three three four person teams on the relay race three four man teams oh okay okay gotcha okay red white and blue okay be the red you know, white I'm... And blue team so they're going to be crapped, so they can't like stack each other up. You know, Lindsay and Ryan don't get together or split up or whatever. They can't strategize. They, they're going to draft. But I'm going to wait till the, the semi is done because you may not want one of the finalists is as bad because they might be tired. Right. So true. That's true. Strategy, whatever they, they get to draft. It, but I think it'll be fun to watch the draft. Oh, agreed. Agreed. It's going to be fun to just kind of see him pick out who, who I need for this, who, who's, who's looking good. And if there's an, and I've seen them, everybody have seen each other race. So, you know, who's, who's kind of kicking butt on that course or not. Agreed. Agreed. You might have somebody and it's one of those things on something like this. I mean, Adkins is always a runner for stuff like this, but VJ might be a little bit quicker in the sand than other people. So. Woodsy's been on this course before and he's fast yeah. as crap on this and on the beach he's a good beach runner and kimson runs on the beach all the time well mm -hmm. the women let's just run through the men's list as well who yeah. are 
We mentioned a couple of them, Ryan Atkins, Ryan Woods, uh, Ryan Kimson, got the Ryans out of the way, uh, VJ, um, and then um, Robert Killian. Is okay. up. And uh, then we had Aaron Newell who had some emergency surgery. So we're bringing in an up and coming star that probably no one's really heard of. He runs out of Puerto Rico. His name is Ray Omar. Um, okay. And he's fast, um, and he's un relatively unknown. So we'll see what he can do. That's Darren, exciting. We're talking about a short course here. Why no hunter? Why hunter? Why? Was he asked? hunter's probably out like chasing goats or something? <laughs> Listen, I I love hunter, and I would love hunter to run my race, and and this race was really, I can tell you, this race was, was, had a lot of Hunter in mind when I, when I designed it. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, and, and uh, I'm going to keep kind of improve, improving the format, but I, I have some, some ideas, I think, um, for Hunter, uh, if he wants to ever come out and do a Hildervat where we would really kind of be able to highlight his skills you know you got a beach there it's going to be hard to get a margarita out of hunter's hand that's all i gotta say <laughs> and why why should he take it out you know i mean you know, get some sun. i mean he's hunter man he could he could race it with the margarita in his hand just do it one hand it's interesting yeah. seeing the rise of these shorter faster events and you know we've got a good mix here of guys that I mean, they've all done something similar um, and they've all been pretty successful in their own areas um, doing them. We, you know, we've seen um, Atkins pretty much dominate every distance he's touched. Um, you know, we've got Killian, who's been better at kind of that middle distance stuff and is now, you know, getting faster and doing some of these shorter courses. Um, so I think it'll be tight, but... I'm going to say I'm a little more excited about the women's field. I think that um, we've got some women who are very tough competitors um, and, and pretty, pretty equally matched, I think. Yeah, I think, um, you know, on the men's side, you know, a couple favorites tend to bubble up. You know, you can never count. I mean, Adkins is, is a favorite in every race he goes into. This really... Is sets up really well for VJ. Yeah, um, I think so too. Explosive, um, but you know, to your point, the other guys in there. I mean, when you have time to train, and 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 Robert Killian has had time to train and prepare for this. When these guys have time to prepare and train, they get ready for it. They know they're running the sand. They know it's obstacle heavy. They help design the course, so there's there's not a whole lot of surprises. They had input in it. Um, I worked with them, and so. Um, it's hard to count anybody out. Uh, but again, you know, with the men, a, a couple of favorites always tend to bubble up. But for the women, I mean, you know, Faye Stenning hasn't raced a whole lot in the last few years, but she came out of uh, Palm Beach and made a statement. She's so fast. This is a good course for her. I keep telling her this is a good course for you, Faye. Um, and then, you know, with the with the obstacles and, and, the, and the strength, um, you know, we may not see the, we may not haven't seen the explosiveness of the Lauren Weeks or a Kornikoffin, but that's a pretty grueling race and long. 
And, and so strength may come, it will definitely come into it. So those two, that kind of plays into there. Rebecca Hammond's so fast, Nicole, and, and, and then you never can count out Lindsay either. So that's, I mean, you know, and, and look, if, if something happens in the earlier, in the first round and one of the favorites kind of gets eliminated and, and someone else is in there, that next round is going to be a different race because there's fatigue, you know, there's some recovery. Oh, sure. A fast 5K and then you've got two hours. It's just barely enough. Maybe some would say not enough to, to come out. And, and so that's going to be tough. So endurance is going to play into it too. Agreed. For people who are listening to this who either haven't heard about it or now have their interest peaked, um, are there still registration slots? How do people sign up? Are there any codes out there now for people who are late sign uppers? Yeah, so um, there are a number of codes. Um, each of the athletes have their code. So um, with the, uh, with the uh, ladies, it's their first name. With the men, it's their last name because we have so many Ryans, except for VJ, because he's kind of a one-name celebrity, right? Um, so uh, yeah, you can. Uh, I encourage you to use their codes um, for a discount. We have we have uh, spots open. Um, we we're not sold out. We've got a lot of we've got a lot of room on uh, Sunday uh, in the open heats, but we've got we've got elite heats open and we've got relay relays almost full. We're almost full on the relay race on Saturday um, because that's a lot of fun. We did the relay race last October too, uh, a little bit different format, but we did it and it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Now um, you well, I'm excited to see it. You mentioned yeah. and awards and you guys are recognizing age groups as well within the elite Yeah, and if you run in the elite heat, you can, you can, uh, you can, uh, uh, five-year age groups um, and podium awards, first, second, and third podium medals. And they're phenomenal. Their, their medals are cool. I designed them myself, so I'm pretty excited. That's and if great. people see those medals or get in touch with you, what's the best way to, to find uh, you guys? Around here somewhere. Um, yeah, uh, they're back in club. Um, yeah, I should have hold it, held them out and let you see them. Oh, you're good, you're good. I'm not on, I'm not on video anyway. Um, they're all over the web. Uh, they're, all, uh, they're all over the uh, social media. So you, you pull up Hilderbot and you'll see You'll see medals. You'll see, you know, you'll see, uh, uh, you'll see us on Fox News, which was fake. Um, you'll see us all. <laughs> George, uh, my partner, George, uh, he does kind of the grassroots uh, social media and it's super fun. He does all kinds of crazy stuff. Well, we so like that. This, the event is next weekend down in Florida, uh, the weekend of the 21st, 22nd, 23rd. So if you guys haven't signed up yet and are interested, you can um, sign up now using one of your codes. Um, kind of pick your own favorite winner at this point, I suppose, and pick whose code you want to use. That's uh, kind of what I'm going with. I'm using that as like the, the Vegas odds, right? So I, times, that's, that's who I'm going to come in as the favorite. There you go. There you go. Well, we totally appreciate you joining us and, and taking your time with us this morning. Um, if people want to get a hold of you, they can go to Hilderbot on social media. Is that correct? Yeah, Hilderbot, uh, Hilderbot OCR, um, Hilderbot Jacksonville Beach, and also our website, Hilderbot.com is the best way to get on there. And, and I really appreciate the, uh, the shout out. And, and I can't stress enough. I mean, it's like, it's a big uh, kind of, uh, you know, 
uh, endeavor that we're trying to do. We're trying to go big or go home, but we need the folks. I mean, we need people to come out and race it and, and enjoy it. Um, and then, and you know, we have the registrations, we get more, we can do bigger payouts to everybody. And that's really kind of what I, what I like to do is get the money in the athlete's pocket, you know, just prize money and, 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 and deeper, deeper prizes. And uh, it happens with everybody coming out and enjoying the race and, and, and participating. You know, I think it's just such a great thing. We talk about that community so often here and to, to see something unique and something to get excited about after, you know, a year and a half year of not really having races and seeing some big competition like this. We're ready for it, man. Thank you for putting on a great event for these guys. <laughs> oh man. I can't wait. It's going to be, it's going to be so fun. It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank, well, thank you so much. Thank you guys. You know, it's going to be a rodeo. It is. Um, there's a what, lot of moving parts here, boys and girls. There's a lot of things. And I'm I'm not afraid to say I'm a little bit nervous on this. Um, I appreciate that this is not Dan's first rodeo. Um, oh, no. There's a lot of different things going on. There's a lot of different races. I really hope that the volunteer situation is, is taken care of. And You know, and I'll, I'll say this. Um, there, there is a lot going on, Leah, but the first time I heard everything going on with our friends up at Highlander, I was like, there's way too much going on here. Like mm -hmm. there, but they made it work. They make um, it work. Let's see if, let's see how these guys make this rodeo work. I think with a shorter course, you could yeah. make something like this work. And you're the police. If we're only talking about a quarter mile loop. If we're all know, right here, we can watch it. Yep. You can have people watching more than one thing. And speaking of watching, we forgot to ask Dan while we were recording, but did clarify there will be live feeds out there yep. uh, for to look at, whether that be through OCR report. Um, ORM is going to be down there doing Matt some Matt Davis will be running around in circles on the beach right, for sure. Right. Um, so sounds like there will be plenty of options for people to watch. I think it's awesome. I personally love the opportunity um, when races give us the, the ability to watch the pros race from start to finish. Um, we used to get the Spartan coverage where we would see them kind of pop out of the woods and do something, and then they would disappear again. And then they would pop out and do something else. Um, but it's really cool to see these pro athletes from start to finish and see what develops you know so you know what it reminds me of tell me it reminds me of the college stuff that battle frog used to do back in the day on espn conveniently in the beaches of florida as well yep classic classic mm -hmm. um but i'm excited be, to watch it yeah it'll be fun it's exciting i like this whole elimination last man standing kind of thing i like the elimination portion i really do yeah. Cool. It'll be cool to see how it throws down and, you know, what that does to strategy. I mean, if you only need to be in the top four, do you really go balls to the wall or do you try to leave some in the tank? But you can't leave too much in the tank is what if you get passed. So, you know, America's in the words of Eleanor Roosevelt off of um, Talladega Nights, America's about speed, hot, nasty, badass speed. I say go for the gold, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we will let you all know, like I said, that is happening next weekend, May 21st through 23rd. It's not too late to sign up. So if you want to join the Hildervat party, check it out. Absolutely. Without further ado, do, it's do, our do, 
Leah's singing her little song here. It's community kudos. Leah, who you got this weekend? Uh, this weekend, I am going to give my kudos to Evan Purpress. Um, who sound- may or may not look like Ben Stiller eventually when he gets older. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Evan Purpress is founder of the Strength and Speed Um team brand podcast he's got a little bit of everything he is mr ultra ocr man he's got several books out on the topic if you have not picked up one of his books and you're interested specifically in the ocr ultra world i definitely recommend it um but evan was at the tough mutter event this past weekend um evan has been a consistent contender within the Tough Mudder brand. Um, It's kind of his bread and butter, but he often finds himself short of the podium. He's he's definitely landed there several times, um, but to see him pull out and land in second place at the Tougher um, was pretty awesome. So good job to Evan. About you. Josh Enderley. Yeah, who may or may not, not be. Not him, though, and his <laughs> his significant other, Valerie. I'm giving it to their kid, the baby, Baby Juice. Baby um, Juice, who may right? or may born at this time. Oh, last he's coming today. He's coming today. today. Um, it's just a matter of when. So, um, Josh, oh. thoughts and prayers and congratulations. Are this with- episode's for you, Little Juice. Little <laughs> we're, baby- we're ready to see you coming out, bro. Uh, jump on out jump join into the rumble bro we're ready to throw down oh my goodness (laughs) no no it's it's always a great thing right after mother's day and just mothers everywhere and you know to see see this family coming together i'm just excited congrats guys you know it's any moment now here and that's that's all i really got um we're we're prepping for frontline here in a few weeks i'm gonna finally see leah it's been a hot second leah It has been. If you have not signed up yet for Frontline, those spots are filling. Um, don't hesitate. Sign up at frontline.com. Um, join us up there for the sixth wave. The sixth wave. I'm excited. I, I'm excited for the new changes that we've got going on with Race Ready and Aaron. Um, I think there's just going to be some consolidation and some streamlining of some things. Mm-hmm, but for sure. I, I'm excited to see it. Um, Without for without that uh, with all that basically that's a oh, week. Leah, done. put put a bow on me. I'm spent. Until next week, I'm Jacob Bosecker. and I'm Leah Hensley. We will catch you on the course. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So, thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.